talk. and welcome to another episode of You Talk Too Much and today I'm here with Georgina, Dr. Georgina Stewart and I'll just get her to introduce herself. Uh, tēnā koutou katoa, he uri ahau no te tai tokerau. Uh, I'm an Associate Professor at AUT. I was in School of Education and am now located in Te Arapautama. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say, nearby. Oh yeah, that's fine. Thank you so much. So um, I was lucky enough to be one of Georgina's students in my postgrad, so I know how awesome she is. Um, Georgina, can you just explain what um, you have done a lot of work in Mātauranga Māori um, in education. So can you just explain what Mātauranga Māori is? I kind of tend to prefer to use the term Māori knowledge. Mm. Uh, Māori knowledge is the kind of simplest um, uh, synonym, I guess, or way to explain what Mātauranga Māori is. I mean, we would still then need to ask, well, what is Māori knowledge? But um, I find, I think that's a little bit simpler uh, of a term, Māori knowledge. So for me, that would include te reo Māori and everything, the content that is carried by uh, te reo Māori. Awesome. So I know that um, there has been some controversy and around the recent changes that the New Zealand government, especially the Minister of Education, is trying to make in terms of honouring the treaty um, in our education system. How have you found out? You, I mean, you, you are you come from a science background, and of course, you know we. Um, Pacifica and Māori um, are not represented that greatly in, in that arena. How have you found, like, how have you been able to navigate that space as a Māori woman? Yes, that's right, my I've been studying the relationship between Māori knowledge and science for many mm. years. That's pretty much what I uh, focused on based on my experience of teaching science through Te Reo Māori at uh, Wharekura, at the Wharekura o Hwani Waititi Marae, which was one of the first Wharekura, which as we probably know is in Oratia, West Auckland. Uh, and, and yes, in the last year, it's kind of exploded as a result of the listener letter, which made some extremely um, interesting and strange um, claims, uh, basically kind of um, making a big deal about the fact that Mātauranga Māori is not science. Mm. But I have never kind of, I have never thought that Mātauranga Māori is science. And my work, I'm more inclined to see Mātauranga Māori or Māori knowledge as a form of philosophy that's quite unique and different from mainstream philosophy. Because if we try and compare Māori knowledge with science, then there's a mismatch because science has huge technical, technological uh, um, parts of it that we can't really equate with um, with anything in the Te Ao Māori, the Māori world. 
But if we look at philosophy, which is kind of the ideas underneath knowledge, then I think, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, this is where Mātauranga Māori has, you know, stands on its own two feet. And, and you know, I've found uh, concepts of Māori knowledge, like, for instance, Papa and uh, mana tapu and those sorts of basic indigenous ways of understanding who we are as human beings and our place in the world are, um, provide really interesting um, different viewpoints that that help us you know to think better and think differently um, because and provide cognitive resources uh, on, on when we compare them on that philosophical level now you mentioned the treaty and I'm and you're quite right in that uh, Te Tiriti o Waitangi has come back to the fore it's never really gone away especially from a Māori perspective but this government this Ardern Labour-led government has certainly showed a real sense of uh, wanting to come back to those sort of um, conversations and and that includes Treaty, you know, and, and 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 you know, basically, that was an agreement. Um, that was an agreement that was signed in good faith by the Maori uh, uh, iwi representatives, but perhaps not in such good faith on the British side. Be that as it may, Maori have always seen the treaty as a very sacred kind of uh, covenant and to be seriously, which clearly the Pākehā side is not. In the treaty, as we know, one of the main things that the treaty does is guarantee to Māori undisturbed possessions of their valuables. Now, until now, most of the discussion around that has been focused on how Māori have become alienated from their land base and uh, and sort of physical material resources. But what I've been interested in is that te reo and Māori ways of thinking, everything to do with Māori knowledge and mātauranga mm. is all valuable. And so in that sense, does come into te treaty and the guarantees that were made to Māori. And so I've developed a, a kind of a, a set of ideas that I call Māori philosophy, where I'm basically asserting as Māori philosophical rights to think as a Māori, to think with Māori cognitive resources. So that's a kind of, that there's not so much, I mean, Moana Jackson, the legal scholar, is probably my inspiration in developing that kind of stance because uh, he has, you know, he has drawn attention to the ways in which the um, the destruction of Māori thought and language has done just as much damage to Māori, but is a much less acknowledged and recognised and probably less obvious, you know, it's more subtle, if you will. Yeah. So um, just in terms of how, how have you found the strength to kind of push for for it in the sphere that you are in? I mean, what what makes 
why do you think a lot of Maori um, shy away from science and when their forefathers, when your forefathers were scientific, they had to develop scientific ways of knowing the world in order to successfully survive and you know achieve what they did. Mm. Well, I don't think I've got. I don't think we've got space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really no. Because mm. it's a huge question, but the reality is that you can't become a scientist without doing science at secondary school all the way through to year thirteen. But the number of Māori who stay, the number of Māori school students who stay in the science subjects all the way through to year 13, so that they would have the opportunity to go on and study science and become scientists, is minute. And one of the reasons that I've determined for that, apart from, I mean, the main reason I think for that is that, is the, the literacy and numeracy gap, because one of the things that I think makes science a, a unique subject in the school curriculum is that it has high um, high requirements for both literacy and numeracy. So whereas, uh, you know, you do get some Māori students staying in maths, but in science, really, I, you know, you're lucky if there's one Māori student left in the science classes at year 13 in, 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 a, in, you know, in the average secondary school. Not sure what, I mean, you're in a secondary school near my, so, you know, you you may have the opportunity to sort of see that for yourself, yeah. you know, if you look who's who's in the year 13 science classes. Yeah, I think for me it's, it's sorry. No, no. Oh, uh, yeah, I think well, for me it, it really is that I, I know of Māori doctors and engineers, and so I see that in my students. And unless you, you don't know what you don't know. So I think for some of my colleagues, uh, you know, I must, I, I think it might be that idea that they're less likely to, to recognize that kind of excellence in Maori students. Well, for me, I'm, I'm surrounded by it. So I, I can, I think I'm more open to recognizing it. And there is research. I mean, you had the maths teacher, Maori maths teacher who, found out that you know the math the attitude that math teachers had towards Maori students re was very deficit in her research so I'm like yeah I can understand why she got them, those results yeah there's all of that but then that would go for all the subjects yes but when Maori do uh do do well at school and stay through to year 13 this is my experience going back a few years now they tend to be either in English, often in drama, in media studies, and um, in health, uh, you know, hoorda and, and, and physical edge, you know, PE, those mm. sorts of subjects. Uh, but, you know, one of the ways in which science is presented in the school science textbooks, I think, is kind of alienating, perhaps without even meaning it to be, to Māori students. But there's almost, if you read the science textbooks, there's always this kind of triumphalist uh, presentation by which I mean science is the greatest thing and also um, a kind of a a kind of a sense of that science belongs to Europeans you know yes, science yes. you know as science is, is kind of a European uh, invention and so forth so you know there's a great number of things that come into come into that gap between um, that gap whereby Māori do not go on in science. But I mean, I think if 
and you know, there's been there's been huge numbers of highly, uh, you know, large research projects like the Star Park project to look specifically at the science and maths and getting more Māori to do science and maths at uni. Hmm, but yes. you know, we could say more about that. <laughs> um, but you know, in terms of Mātauranga Māori and science, I'm aware that NCA, you know, NCA has as one of its principles to sort of provide, uh, to reflect um, the idea that Mātauranga Māori has mana, um, yes. all of those things. And so, you know, we're, I think what happens is we go through kind of cycles and we're now reaching another uh, a very intense part of the cycle of debate. But these debates have been going on for decades. Mm. You know, people like yourself may think that this is new, what's, you know, the kind of debates we're having now, but they're really just a more intense um, version of what we've had for many years. Many years. Mm. Awesome, thank you. Um, just to finish off, because I know that you have another appointment soon, um, what do you hope will happen in the education system to help um, bring, you know, the mana of Māori into our classrooms? For me, what needs to happen is Pākehā need to uh, need to get real about the truth of the of our national history. Mm. Um, Accept, you know, ex sort of accept that racism has impacted and still impacts greatly on uh, on our society today. Uh, so I think that Parker have got a lot of work to do. Mm, awesome. Thank you so much, Georgina. It was, um, yeah, technical difficulties as usual. And I just um, want to thank you for your work and I hope to work with you in future. You really inspire me and I'm really passionate about the work that you do. And as a high school teacher, I really, I see that that's my contribution to our education system here in New Zealand is studying te ao Māori and trying to incorporate that in a mathematical high school classroom context. So thank you so much for joining me today. And um, for my listeners, thank you for joining me and please join me on my next episode of You Talk Too Much. Awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank I, you. I need to talk. talk. talk.